The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Today, we salute the American wild turkey, a native species that Benjamin Franklin described as a bird of courage. So the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, will concentrate their efforts on better understanding the wild turkey's behavior, its vocalizations, social structure, plus preferred habitat, and ultimately, how to outsmart and bag this beloved game bird. It's all happening now, and here's Jim and Trav. So today on the revolution of beards and gobble. Gobble, gobble, baby. (laughs) You like it? Of beards and gobble, spring turkey madness. No, I really didn't like it. All right, so that that cluster uh, was Jimbo and Mrs. Bunny. Mrs. Bunny, how's it going? I'm good. How are you? Good. Can we get your uh, turkey gobble? That is amazing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. Frank just came in the studio. This is going to be a great show. We're actually going to be joined by uh, Mr. Michael Waddell himself. Check him out. Michael Waddell's Bone Collector. Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Also, Real Tree Road Trips with Michael Waddell. Which is not currently airing. No, not currently airing. How about David Allen? He's the president and CEO of Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Going to be talking about their episode that just aired of uh, RMEF Team Elk. uh, Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. An American Hero. Uh, where they took Patrick Ziegler out. He was uh, wounded at the Fort Hood shooting uh, in 2009. Tremendous story. Tremendous recovery. Yeah, plus Wade Bourne, uh, Matt Red. He's the host of X TV on Sportsman's Channel. And Mrs. Bunny, what are you going to be talking about today? I'm cooking turkey. Cooking turkey. <laughs> turkeys, turkeys, turkeys. Man, we love to hunt them. Keep them turkeys cooking raw meat. Right? Yes. Yes. Amen. I can't believe you do that. Yes. All right. This turkey cooking with Mrs. Bunny is brought to you by Nissan. Today's special ingredient on cooking with Mrs. Bunny presented by Nissan is wild turkey. So here's your totally hot host, Mrs. Bunny. You are hot, Mrs. Bunny. Only when I'm frying turkeys, baby. (laughs) Hey, interesting statistic. State Farm gathered data on the the top 10 states for uh, turkey-related claims on Thanksgiving Day. Check this out. Uh, Here's the top three out of 10. Texas, 19 claims a year. Good old rednecks. Uh, Illinois, 18. And uh, New York, also 18. Kind of tied second and third there. Yeah, well, they probably read where it said that uh, when you immerse the turkey in the water, turn up the heat, and they set the porch on fire. All right, so Mrs. Bunny. How's it going? Take it away. Wild turkey. You know, I think everybody kind of pigeonholes themselves into a place where they think that they have to roast a turkey like Thanksgiving style all the time. Like I just said? Right. Well, yeah. No, but you can do that. But there's a lot of other ways to do it. And I think a lot of people are kind of a one mind, got a, kind of like a one track mind when it comes to turkey. But there are so many different ways that you can prepare it. I can, what's that movie? Uh, Bubba Gump, uh, the shrimp. I feel like the shrimp guy. You can roast it. Forrest Gump? Yeah, Forrest Gump. Remember that? He's like, you can roast it. You can smoke it. You can. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you can hang of, it from a tree and hit it with a bat. Yeah. It's good anyway. Yeah, anyways. So the th- I think the key with wild turkey when you're cooking it is the fresher it is, the less gamey it's going to be. So um, 
It's known for its dark meat. Its dark meat is delicious. Uh, they have a lot less breast meat than regular turkeys, so don't count on that. Like a Thanksgiving turkey, you're not going to get a big old butterball because their breasts are designed to help them fly, and um, they have no hormones or special feed. They're also more muscular and leaner than their domestic... Uh, kind of stringy, aren't they? Yeah, their domestic uh, store-bought ones, and uh, it's just kind of a different process than cooking uh, your butterball. So... Uh, in order to do it and have it come out nice and taste good, there's a few different things you need to do. First of all, you need to clean it and prepare it the right way. If you are going to roast it whole, then you're going to have to go to the uh, tedious measure of taking out all the feathers and leaving the skin on because obviously you don't want to like deep fat fry it or roast it without the skin on, really. No. So uh, The texture's terrible when you leave the feathers on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Says you. <laughs> so you either need to pluck it and take really good care of it or you need to skin it, which if you skin it, then you can go ahead and take it out and breast it out and do part pieces, which I think is what... But a lot of people prefer to do on something like this because it takes a lot less time and it's a lot less mess, really. I don't want turkey feathers all over my house. It's just mm-hmm. not happening. And I'm not making any down. So um, let's go with this. You lay the turkey on its back. Okay. And you may, you begin by making a small cut right along the ridge of the breastbone, big enough to get your fingers into. And you pull and you open up that cavity. You set your... Um, you, then you pull back the skin and you pull the skin down to where the breast meat inserts into the wing. And then next you go to the neck area and you pull the crop out of the bird. Uh, if you look at the crop of the bird, you can also determine what they've been eating, and it might help you find some more birds next time when you're hunting. You know, I love... Are you still going on? Go ahead. No, no, I'm just going. No, no so, this is your segment. Once the breasts are exposed, you're going to take the knife and cut down along the breastbone to uh, expose that meat to pull it out. Now, uh, you when you pull that out, there's also a lean muscle that some people refer to as the tenderloin, and it kind of gives you two pieces of meat there. So you're going to have four in total, the two breasts and then kind of like the tenderloin that runs behind it or whatever. So anyways... Uh, Cut it up. Use it for uh, Miss Terry. Uses it for enchiladas, turkey yeah. enchiladas. Uh, you can use it. I use it in pot pies. You could uh, put it on kebabs with vegetables. Um, yeah. She also makes a uh, turkey and noodle soup. Exactly. Instead of chicken and noodle. Uh, one of my favorite ways to do it, and it's just because um, I love fried, fatty, unhealthy things, is like turkey nuggets, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you take it up, you cut it, you put it in buttermilk, soak it in buttermilk, pull it out, put it in, you know, breadcrumbs or flour and fry that baby up, and they are delicious. Yeah. Another thing, when you're out there spring turkey hunting oftentimes you'll find morel mushrooms and so we've often stopped at uh, for lunch and with somebody's already got a turkey and, we, and we've julienned it we've cut s- strips we've deep fat fried it along with the morel mushrooms and it's really really good i've been watching a show on discovery channel where Uh-oh. there's where there's morel mushroom hunters but i've never actually tasted morels so actually weren't they hunting ginseng well they do yes that eels and mushrooms that's amazing Sounds like a meal how would of- you like to put that on your uh resume yeah <laughs> i hunt eels and blood worms <laughs> blood worms yeah. baby anyways 25 cents for a big one i think the best part of any, money in the bank of any bird is the legs and the thighs oh, the yeah. dark meat you know it's kind of like the creme de la creme you know i don't know why i've never been to a renaissance fair but whenever you see it portrayed on television there's They're someone always carrying eating. around <laughs> a massive turkey drumstick that looks like the size of an antelope leg or something like that but anyways uh uh, we have actually smoked turkey and yeah. you take the pieces off and like that. And I think it's delicious smoked like that. But the, the legs provide great table fare. So. I think it's more flavorful when it's smoked. I it, do, too. It really is, kind of holds in all that juice and it's nice and crispy on the outside. And you get that 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 nice whatever flavor smoke you like. Yeah, I like smoking them. I think it's better that way. It actually makes really good, uh, like you would say, ham and cheese sandwiches that yeah. you grill. Uh, I don't know what that would be called, but uh, use turkey meat, smoked turkey meat instead. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. You're yeah. talking groceries. Grilled yeah. turkey cheese sandwich. That's yeah. it. There you go. Gourmet. You know what's odd is that more people, 
Okay, uh-huh. hunting turkeys in the spring versus the fall, but traditionally more turkeys eaten in the fall. I guess you could have turkey at like Easter or you Passover have or whatever. Any day. Yeah, well, you, you don't have to have like some special monumentous occasion uh, to have it. No, that's why it's nice to be able to, uh, you know, uh, burn down your porch. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Well, but like breast it out and uh, have your pieces and you can have it. You can enjoy it a lot more than rather than just one day. You can pull it out and have it for more than one meal. You know, I think what you're mainly focusing on, though, is what people fail to see is that. It can be prepared in so many different ways. You just don't have to deep. Everybody, like you said, says deep fry. Well, you think tur- most people think turkey, and they think Thanksgiving turkey. Most people don't yeah. think about using it different ways. So yeah. it's really good. All right. So once again, we are talking about of beards and gobble on today's show. Spring turkey madness coming up after the break. We're going to be joined by Mr. Michael Waddell. Got to check him out. Bone Collector uh, Sundays, ten thirty p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Here is a word from Mr. Paneri. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel. Outdoor Channel. Com forward slash revolution nissan nissanusa.com high mount seasonings h-i-m-t-n jerky.com ruger ruger.com extreme beam extreme beam.com cabela's cabela's foremost outfitter cabela's.com lucky buck lucky dash buck.com remington remington.com we're hunting some turkeys yes you're a turkey timber i'm hunting a turkey sandwich <laughs> you just said you're ugly yeah. <laughs> i speak turkey fluently there you go straight ahead we got Michael Waddell. Don't go anywhere. Once again, here's Mr. P. We'll return in just a minute. Facebook shoutouts presented by Outdoor Channel. 19-year-old Jackson White in Asheville, North Carolina writes, Jim and Trav, you boys are cooler than a polar bear's toenails. Wow, Jackson, that's the nicest, most thoughtful compliment anyone's ever given them. So if you'd like your posts read on The Revolution, first like us on Facebook at JimandTrav.com and leave a comment. Oh, by the way, JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You get one shot at this. The most isolated citizens in America. That's what living out here is. You got to keep plugging away. Depend on its most courageous airline. Because somebody needs something in an airplane. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of skill and a lot of balls. Have you seen these guns? You never know what Mother Nature is going to throw at you, so you better be prepared for it. Always operate the plane right on the edge of pretty much chaos. Flying Wild Alaska, Mondays at 10 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. A good hunting and fishing buddy is hard to find these days. They've got to push through the most grueling and enduring adventures. That's where the Nissan Frontier comes in. It's the perfect wilderness partner with a first-in-class Utilitrack cargo carrying system to strap down your big game and tons of power from a massive 261-horsepower V6 engine. The Frontier has got your back, even on the days you might come up short. Nissan, innovation that excites. Available features, 2014 Ward Segmentation Small Pickup Class. Properly secure all cargo. If you're buying a new gun, be sure to stock up on Remington Gun Care products. Trusted by gun owners for over 100 years, they're proven to clean quickly and protect against even the worst causes of corrosion. Think about it. You're investing hundreds, maybe thousands in your firearm. Make sure it lasts. Make sure it functions flawlessly when you need it. Make sure you clean it with Remington. Look for the Remington name at any major sporting goods store. 
are not responsible for the content of this broadcast or anything we say when Trav's really hungry. Where's my food? This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Hi, everybody. This is Michael Waddell, a bone collector. This week, we're going to be talking to who else in... Give them <laughs> that was beautiful. Are you, you guys there? Yeah, we are there. Thank you for interviewing us. You know, you know what is actually more exciting? Uh, you're fresh off your recent win of the second annual Gamble Squirrel Master Classic. We, hey, you know, I'm calling from Disney World. As soon as I won, we bought a ticket and went to Disney World. Me and Nick Munt. I mean, it's uh, it's hard being a champion. You know, when you're a champion, you got to celebrate. So we won that Squirrel Master Classic, man. We had to go get shit down. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we want to mention uh, Michael Waddell's Bone Collector. you got to check it out Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus Real Tree Road Trips. Uh, it's not currently airing, but uh, watch for it coming soon. Uh, so, Michael, it, about a year ago, uh, you posted on your Facebook page that uh, for 27 years straight, buddy, you and your dad have been celebrating the opening day of turkey season there in Georgia together. Uh, so, do you guys have plans to make it uh, 28 this year? You guys going to make that happen? Yes, sir. We are absolutely you? are. We we already got on the books, and that's, you know, we learned to turkey hunt together. So literally the first day that my dad went to the turkey woods to turkey hunt was my first day. So oh, wow. it wasn't like it, it wasn't like he necessarily introduced me, or nor did I introduce him. We introduced each other to it, and so we've just always done it together on opening weekend. And uh, he's never had a job or anything when I was a kid. It, you know, was too important than him and I going. And, and, uh, so all through this season, even when my mother was sick, I remember that was the one thing she, she actually passed away when I was 16, but I remember her being in the hospital. Oh, wow. And it was a Friday night and she said, now you and, you and, you and Michael need to go turkey hunting in the morning. And was like, well, mom, we can miss it. Like, you know, no, no, y'all go. And we did. So, uh, we, we've never missed one. And so definitely looking forward to this. 2015 opening day of Georgia season. Yeah. Now, all over the country this spring, uh, there's going to be father and sons out there hunting turkeys. And now you probably, you know, starting off brand new, you made a heck of a lot of mistakes, didn't you? It, it, it's crazy how many mistakes we made. I mean, I look back and I remember turkeys that we got on and we had to have been a complete goofball not to have been successful in some of these situations. You know, but it's, but it's amazing. That's been part of the fun is learning, learning kind of how to do it. And, uh, and you know, it's funny. And even, hey, what now almost 30 years later, I'm still learning, but you know, some of those little small rookie mistakes, you start basically cleaning those mistakes up and start finally putting a few gobblers in the back of the truck. Yeah. Now you started off hunting the Eastern bird, which I understand is the toughest bird to get. So you didn't, you had a tough road to hoe to start off with, but what is the easiest bird to kill? Definitely, you got that right. I think the eastern subspecies of turkey is definitely the hardest. That doesn't mean that that's necessarily always the case in every state or region. Um, but, you know, in the south, for the most part, where there's a lot of hunters and a pretty diverse geography when it comes to the different habitats they live in, from, you know, thicker, clear-cut woods to, to swamps and bottomlands, it makes it really tough. you got to know your woods really good. Because you don't know what's in between you so many times. There's so many obstacles you have to, you know, basically get in, get, uh, that you'll end up having in between you and this turkey or gobbler. Um, but I think the easiest turkey by rule is probably the Merriam turkey out west. Mm-hmm. Uh, there seem to be a lot of numbers of turkeys, especially when you get in those in Nebraska, even in the Dakotas, uh, that there's some really fine habitat. And those turkeys by rule, they gobble a lot and, uh, 
and they typically work good to a call and they will go come and cover quite a bit of terrain to get to the call sometimes so my experience the Merriam Turkey, I would say, is the, is the easiest. Yeah, well, yeah, and you know uh, Kansas real well. Kansas ha- actually has three subspecies also. So you can right. get the Merriam out here in the west. We're in northwestern Kansas. And of course, uh, down by, uh, I think it's Liberal, you can get the Merriam, and where, mm-hmm. you, where you can get the Rio here. And then, of course, the eastern part of the state, you can get the eastern bird. Yeah, once again, talking with the uh, turkey stud, Michael Waddell. Got to check him out. Michael he is Waddell's a stud. Bone Collector Sundays, 10 30 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Now, let's talk about products. Obviously, uh, you get a lot of things tossed at you, good and bad. You get to try a lot of new products. Uh, but for 2015, whether it's a turkey gun, load, call, decoy, whatever. New Nick Munt. What do you, <laughs> new Nick Munt. What do you think is one of the coolest? Turkey products for 2015, buddy. Um, you know, it, it, one thing that we're working on a brand new shotgun, oh, Beretta, that really? Is gonna, that is going to be really exciting. And uh, I actually just got a prototype of a gun that that I've been talking to those guys and their engineers as well as a, uh, you know, their sales team and, and marketing team. And this, we hadn't even named this gun yet, but it's going to be a really short barrel, lightweight, 12 gauge shotgun that's designed for just really. The running gun turkey hunter, but it has the same technology and, and all the, the assets that Beretta is known for, as far as durability, quality, you know, guaranteed, you know, putting that, that sack of shell if needed in the, in the, um, chamber. So that, that, I'm personally excited about using that and, and, and helping develop that with Beretta. There's also a lot of good, tur- cool turkey calls, you know, coming out that just simple things. I mean, like Flex don't come out with a new turkey call. Just your typical slate and glass call, mm-hmm. but it's got a magnet that you can actually place and it, it keeps your striker with oh, wow. your turkey call at all times. And as simple as that is, I can't believe nobody ever thought of that because yeah. how many times you grab your slate call and you can't find your, your striker. And, and so this just makes it real simple and easy and, and stuff like that. We also, uh, last thing I'll mention, um, we, we've been working with Scentlock last year and um, we de- we're developing a brand new line of spring turkey clothing that's going to fit more into specifically the turkey hunters need mm-hmm. and uh and so i'm excited about that that should be hitting the stores here soon so uh there's a lot of cool things that we w- we're working on but i guess the biggest thing is we're just looking forward to laying down some of the turkeys and, and uh getting some really good footage to share with you know the viewers that might watch on outdoor channel on sportsman and so on and so forth because we're very excited about that we pride ourselves in trying to get some really really good turkey food you bet hey we've been talking with michael waddell this guy is a turkey hunter extraordinaire knows a lot about uh, how to get these crazy little critters and of course he's got the bone collector it's uh, sunday nights at 10 30 eastern time there on outdoor channel on outdoor channel also got to check out real tree road trips with michael waddell not currently airing it is on outdoor channel as well uh, now mr michael where can we find you online buddy uh, you can go to michaelwaddell.com. Uh, we also have a website, bonecollector.com. On um, Twitter, I'm at boogerbottom. You can also check out Michael Waddell's Bone Collector Facebook page. we got some stuff going on there. So, yeah, definitely got a, got a pretty cool social place to come check us out as well as, you know, our website. So. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Michael. Hey, coming up next is Wade Bourne, and this guy is a turkey hunter guy that you need to know. That's right. We got more spring turkey action coming up next. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Extreme Beam, and Cabela's. Here is a word from Mark. Mr. Michael, as always, buddy, you're so cool, man. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thank, thanks for having me anytime. And hey, y'all can be guests on this show anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Explain.
explore new territory with Nissan. Stay committed to being a better hunter today than you were yesterday by educating yourself at JimandTrav.com. At JimandTrav.com, there's hundreds of archive shows, hunting and fishing articles, and gear reviews just waiting to be accessed. And while you're there, you can enter our free weekly giveaway featuring products from High Mountain Seasonings, plus Tim McWelsh's newest book, Hunting and Gathering Survival Manual. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Enter. Win. Is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neill. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Commercial fishing is probably one of the toughest things in the world to try to make a living at. It seems like every time I turn around, people want more fish. The species that can't adapt to changing conditions become extinct. If we don't get out west, we're going to go extinct too. You never know what's going to happen. You could really hit the jackpot. Got a bite. It's Moby. Or you could have all bad luck and it could last forever. You just never know. I think that's what keeps you going. The Outdoor Channel original series, Bottom Feeders. Saturdays at 12.30 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their mini stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Ruger LC9, compact, powerful, and perfect for personal protection. The LC9 is only slightly larger than the popular Ruger LCP. Features a checkered grip frame to provide a secure and comfortable grip and includes a finger grip extension floor plate. The LC9 also has a dovetailed high-visibility three-dot sight system, blued alloy steel barrel, manual safety, and loaded chamber indicator. The LC9, another innovative American-made product from Ruger. Learn more about the Ruger LC9 at ruger.com slash LC9. JimandTrav.com Jim, Trav, Bunny, Tommy Bahama Nope, now back to the revolution With Jim and Trav Hey, you're back in there with Jim and Trav Phone lines are open at 785-846-7647 You know, before the break We heard from old Michael Waddell He had a lot of great things to say About spring turkey hunting and some tough conditions. Got to check out Michael Waddell's Bone Collector Sundays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel, plus Realtree Road Trips. Uh, it's not currently airing with Michael Waddell. We are talking of beards and gobbles on today's show. Just now be enjoyed by Mr. Wayboard, the bionic man, as we said during the break. Well, pilots are like that, aren't they, though? Well, that's right. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Wade can have his knees cut out and replaced wasn't that bad, guys. <laughs> just, just, just give me a leather strap to bite on. You know, you've got an incredible, we are, we are talking about uh, Spring Turkey Madness on today's show. You've got an incredible, inspiring story on your website. you got to go to Wade Bourne Outdoors. It's called Never Give Up When Turkey Hunting. And you talk about hunting early spring in the weather conditions. I mean, they were terrible. But you oh, stuck yeah. it out with your brother, Joe, in mm-hmm. how you call it the ninth inning. And you pulled it off, 23-pound bird. Um, it truly is an inspiring story, especially with, with everything you've been through with your knee replacements and your, shoulder. And your shoulder replacements. Um, let, let's talk about the trials and tribulations that you've been through uh, to stay in the outdoors. Being a baby boomer. Well, it's uh, I'll tell you, new joints 
have new uh, shoulder and knee joints, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make sure we understand what we're talking Let's about. Let's clarify this. They, they have given me new life. I mean, and I've worked with a trainer since my uh, last surgery was uh, a year ago now. So, uh, But I feel I have more energy and more strength and uh, my ba- balance is better. I'm 67. I'll be 68 in April. And uh, I feel like a young man going to the turkey woods again this spring, you know, and I'll, I'll be able to stay out there. And, and what you talked about, that story, uh, for, for your listeners, uh, I, I was hunting an area a few years back with my brother where we could drive. It was a, a timber company area. And a lot of times, especially on, on days when the conditions aren't such that the birds want to gobble, you have to cover a lot of ground. Uh, to just increase your odds of finding that one turkey that will gobble on that bad day. So we were driving and calling. We would drive these old back roads, and, and we'd go two or 300 yards or go around a bend, and I'd get out, and I like to squall with a mouth caller, just, you know, loud and long, and, and just try to get an answer somewhere. And I told my brother we're going to do it 50 times, and if we don't, <laughs> if we make 50 stops without getting an answer, we're going in, uh-huh. and uh, that would take us to lunchtime. And I don't remember the count. We were counting, but it was like on the 43rd or 44th <laughs> stop. Holy wow. cow. We got an answer. And, I mean, you just want to quit and go in and give up. And we got an answer uh, immediately back across a big hollow, and we had to go down and get on the ridge where the turkey was and come down to him and got up there in the vicinity. And I called again, and he answered right back. And we hid. We took a seat. Uh, that turkey came in, and we had him shot within five minutes of when we sat down. Holy cow. That just makes and he was a big gobbler, 20, 22 or 23 pounds, and it just brings to point, don't give up. About the time you think it can't happen, uh, it can happen. You don't ever know where turkeys are or what they're going to do, and you just keep on doing what you know is right. You stay in in the country where turkeys are, and you call uh, in a manner to get a response, and hopefully sooner or later, if you do that enough, you're going to get a response. And if you do or when you do, that's the hot turkey for the day, and you can set up and have a real good chance of taking it. Yeah, now it sounded like you were using a yelping call. Uh, early in the morning, we tend to use shock gobbles. Is uh, is the yelping call a better call early in the morning? Well, it's 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 kind of a shock. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a loud quick call and and i cut it off right in the middle it's a it's a like a a long a lost hen sequence but i do it loudly and i do it fast and then i stop it right in the middle and when i stop it a lot of times that will instigate or spur it's like i'll start with a little cackle (laughs) and stop and then listen immediately and a lot of times they'll gobble right behind that did your mother roost with you <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did, Mr. Wade. She got, said it was kind of hard to get me out of the egg, but once you did, well. <laughs> got to always get talk with Mr. Wade yeah, Born. Back on that thing a little bit. <laughs> now you uh, you came out of that Vietnam era as a pilot, didn't you? That's correct. Yeah, yeah and uh, and from that, uh, of course, you had to just really knuckle down. I I had a, a friend of mine that was a fighter pilot during uh, Vietnam, and he would go through his sequence sitting in a chair in his office of everything that he had to do in an emergency situation. And it's very similar to that when you're out there in the woods. You're using everything that you know of to be able to pull in that turkey, that gobbler, to make him uh, yelp or or uh, gobble or whatever it may be in order to be successful that particular day, but it's through 
sheer repetition that you're able to uh, make it happen. Like you said, 43 times you stopped. Yeah, you know, I've never thought of that analogy, but yeah, we used to memorize uh, emergency procedures and, you know, just know where you just second nature, where switches are and where, how to control things in the aircraft. And, uh, you keep on doing what you know to do, what's worked before, what you know will work again, and you just, it's kind of like fishing. You know, you keep throwing that bait into good-looking places, and sooner or later you're going to put it in front of a big bass, and he's going to bite it. So uh, giving up uh, in all facets of life is, is uh, you know, just something that people need to decide they're not going to do. And, and when things get tough, you just work through it and and uh, keep going. There's all these shoulder surgeries and knee surgeries, it's, you know, I was determined that my life could and would be better, and so I just persevered through them. And I remember going back for uh, the second shoulder surgery. I had one shoulder taken out and uh, and replaced in April, and I went back in July for the second one. And boy, driving back, I had them in Birmingham, Alabama, and so I was driving into Birmingham thinking, "Oh, I got to go through this again." But you know, three days later, I had a new shoulder, and I was headed back home, and uh, and it got better from that point. And now I can play golf again, and. <laughs> throw a baseball and uh, and I can shoot that shotgun off that shoulder and not have any problem doing it. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Wade. That was Wade Bourne and he has Wade Bourne Outdoors. You got to read this great article that he's got in there about never giving up. That's right. Coming up next, we got Mr. David Allen, the president and CEO of the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. Got to check him out. RMEF Team Elk. Thursdays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time on Outdoor Channel. Going to be featuring Mr. Patrick Ziegler on their episode in American Hero. Mr. Wade, now Wade Bourne Outdoors is that the best place uh, to find out your contact info, all your articles about uh, your radio show? Is that where we need to go? Got it all right there, Trav. All right, that's where you got to go. Big shout out to Outdoor Channel, Ruger, and High Mountain Seasonings. Here's a word from Mark once again. Mr. Wade, you're awesome as always, buddy. Hey, man. Good to talk to you. At JimandTrav.com, we believe antlers belong on the wall and that camo shouldn't be limited to casual Fridays. We stand committed to preserving America's rich hunting heritage and we'll wet willy any jerk that tries to destroy it. So join our outdoor crusade for when we're together at JimandTrav.com. We're cooler than anyone else. Again, that's JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. An Outdoor Channel original series. My name is Louis Tuminaro. I grew up on Long Island. I learned everything there is to know about guns from my pop. There comes a time when every man has to realize their dream. Mine, buying and selling guns out west. So I moved my family, including Pops, from Long Island all the way to Hamilton, Montana. I'm here for the love of guns. I'm bringing New York with me. An Outdoor Channel original series, The Gunfather, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern. Dream hunts, 1,000 dream photos, hundreds of dream hunting stories. Buy Colorado's biggest bucks and bulls at 719-661-4037 to live the dream. Increase the amount of camera pictures you get this fall by using Lucky Buck Mineral. Dump a bucket of Lucky Buck in front of your trail cameras, and you'll be amazed at how quickly the deer will find it. The sweet apple smell combined with the minerals deer need will bring them in close. Lucky Buck Mineral. Grow bigger bucks or get your money back. For LED flashlights with brighter, tighter beams that see farther and run longer, you want Extreme Beam, the passion to outperform. Go to www.extrebeam.com. 
Remington Gun Care products. They last longer and clean deeper, giving you better accuracy, a smoother action, and the confidence you need for the most demanding shots. Trusted by the world's top armorers, Remington Gun Care. Look for it wherever you buy your favorite shooting supplies. You guys rock. We would like to humbly thank you for noticing how incredibly awesome we are. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Hey, we're back. This is Revolution with Jim and Trav, and we're talking about spring turkey hunting. Big Daddy Wayne, he was before the break, talking about beards and gobbles. Spring turkey madness on today's show. Taking a bit of a departure, though. Yeah, but they also missed old Mike Waddell. And Mrs. Bonnie. I mean, if you want to start nitpicking. Well, (laughs) just now being joined by Mr. David Allen. He's the president. Right. He's the grand poobah. President and CEO of the Rocky Mountain Island Foundation. Got to check out their awesome show. It is in his fifth season on Outdoor Channel. R-M-E-F Team Elk. That's Thursdays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time, once again. On Outdoor Channel. Outdoor Channel. All right, Mr. You David. can never say that enough. Mr. David, how's it going, buddy? Hey, I'm doing good, guys. How are you? Oh, we're doing pretty good. All right, so let's get right into this. Um, 2009, terrible shooting, terrible accidents. There Fort at, uh, Hood, Texas. Uh, Fort Hood. Mr. Patrick Ziegler was shot four times, one time in the head. Um, and this man just wanted to go on an elk hunt. And you guys were afforded the opportunity to take him. This was like a trip of a lifetime for him. And this wasn't just about giving Literally back. Literally almost his lifetime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's no joke. Um, but this wasn't just about giving back uh, to the unsung heroes of America. Th- there was so much more involved in this. Um, anyways, you, you guys just aired this special there on Outdoor Channel called An American Hero. Um, tell us about this, Mr. David. Well, um, you're right. This, uh, this show that we did and this hunt was the culmination of, uh, about five years of trying to get it done because we had to wait for Patrick to be physically capable of doing it. But when, when the Fort Hood shooting occurred in uh, November of 09, two days after it happened, Jim Zumbo called me and, uh, he had gotten word from the Fort Hood base chaplain that said um, that this uh, soldier, Patrick Ziegler, who was probably the worst of the injured, was uh, in recovery. And one of the things that he talked about most was he just wanted to get well enough to be able to go on an elk hunt. Wow. And, yeah, that's what I said. Wow, of all the things to be thinking about. And, <laughs> exactly. And... I told Jim, I said, well, if you can get us in touch with that chaplain or however you can make the connection, we will absolutely make that dream come true if, if he ever, you know, recovers to that point. And, and so that, that's led off a string of, uh, uh, encounters with, uh, the Fort Hood, uh, personnel, which, uh, ultimately got me in touch with Patrick's wife. Jessica, and um, we just fell in love with these two. They have a son, Liam, um, and they've been our guest at our convention for the last three years. Uh, that he's, you know, he's been a lot more physically able to do that. And and uh, the hunt itself was probably one of the most emotional times I've seen in the woods and. And um, it just makes you proud to be part of something like that because uh, people like this, they really are heroes. And, uh, you know, football and basketball players 
can't warm these guys up as hero material. Yeah. Well, you know, it's really interesting. But after that happened, boy, I'll tell you, you saw the uh, the country just pull together. And uh, and there's a lot of stories just like this that uh, people have, you know, taken the bull by the horns and said, hey, we got to help these people out. And honest to God, they need help. And of course, you know, we build this as a uh, uh, originally as a uh, uh, workplace problem. Yeah. What it actually was now reclassified as a terrorist attack, and and uh, now they can actually get funding and so forth for medical and whatever. Yeah, yeah, they're going to be awarded Purple Hearts now, and as you said, that reclassification of that makes them eligible for substantially more benefits and care and long-term care. Patrick, I think he's had, I don't know, a dozen surgeries at least five or seven brain-related surgeries because he lost nearly 30% of his skull. Wow. Yeah, and he still has one bullet in him, I believe, in his back or in his ribs area or somewhere. Yeah, where they they felt like they didn't dare take it out. But uh, he's, he's a remarkable story, and... He just is an inspiration to be around, and and uh, we just love him to death. I think we ought to take him elk hunting. Yeah, you know, Mr. David, obviously you're a good friend of ours. You've been on the show a bunch, and, and we always talk about how all of the conservation efforts that you guys put in place and put forward, how much wildlife benefits from it. That's what we always talk about, all the hard work, the blood, sweat, and tears that you guys invest in the outdoors, and we talk about how it does good for the wildlife but one thing we've never touched on is what that does for us as human beings, how powerful the outdoors is, how it can heal us, how you take a man that has suffered so much, has been through so much in the healing power of the outdoors in hunting. It truly is amazing. Yeah, you're so right. It absolutely is amazing. And, and, and there is a lot of power in that kind of healing Um you know, I've, you know, I've seen it many times, and you take these uh, young kids, the, the Make-A-Wish trips and stuff like that, and it, what it does for them, I mean, it's just incredible, and, and that is the power of the outdoor. You're absolutely right. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with David Allen. Of course, he is the guy that... He actually, he, he birthed the first elk. He actually talks to elk <laughs> on a regular basis. When he gets off the phone with us, he's going to go text some elk. Gotta he's check the one out. that started those elk lodges. He is. Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Team Elk, Thursdays, 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Once again, it is in its fifth season on Outdoor Channel. Now, to find out more about RMEF, uh, what you guys are doing, how we can join this uh, How we can help. Yeah, how we can help this tremendous episode. Where can we find you guys online? rmef.org you bet hey david we gotta leave it right there coming up next we've got matt moret and he's the host of avian x tv on sportsman channel on sportsman channel gonna be talking about their talking turkey special this weekend don't miss it as we talk more of beers and gobble yeah and that's turkey madness and that's coming up next. big shout out to outdoor channel plus nissan ruger and uh rocky mountain elk foundation mr david thank you so much for calling in today and for everything you guys are doing not only for conservation but for humanity, man. Uh, we appreciate you. Hey, thank you, guys. Have a good day. All right, stick around. Matt Moret, coming up next. 
Nissan's approach to taking the high road. We here at The Revolution don't judge other outdoor radio programs because we're not perfect ourselves. However, we do believe in honesty. And if the truth were told, we're the only true hunting and fishing radio show that doesn't suck big, fat, booger-covered rocks. At least that's what our Wikipedia page says. Remember, JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just just think that the coach made a mistake. Crazy. (laughs) NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Looking for the ultimate cooking machine for your backyard or patio? Look no further than Camp Chef's new pellet grill and smoker. With user-friendly features like an auto-ignition, digital readouts, and internal meat temperature sensors, it's easy to smoke the tastiest salmon, ribs, brisket, and turkey you'll ever eat. And an innovative system makes cleanup a snap. Everyone will want the food you're cooking on your Camp Chef pellet grill and smoker. The quality smoker that's second to none. Find out more at CampChef.com. Camp Chef, the way to cook outdoors. Located in the heart of Maui's premier resort, Kanapali Beach Hotel is officially recognized as Hawaii's most Hawaiian hotel and the number one best value in Hawaii. With a range of accommodations and affordable dining options, this is the ideal setting to turn Hawaiian dreams into lifelong memories. Live Hawaiian entertainment every evening, free year-round children's programs, weekly arts and crafts fairs, welcome breakfast, and departure kukui lei ceremonies add to the value. Swim in the whale-shaped pool, indulge in the fabulous spa and hotel salon, enjoy Hawaiian hospitality at its best at the Ka'anapali Beach Hotel. Call 800-262-8450 or go to kbhmaui.com. That's kbhmaui.com. Aloha. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Far from brain surgery. Now, here are the boys. Hey, we're back. This is Revolution with Jim and Trav. And if you're just joining us, I'll tell you what, you missed a whole lot of show because we had old Michael Waddell on. We had uh, Wade Bourne. Also, David Allen, Miss Bunny. I, gonna, I got Miss Bunny in there. I was going to yell at you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but David Allen just told a great story about a, uh, Patrick a serviceman. Ziegler. Patrick Ziegler was in that uh, big uh, firefight down there at Fort Hood in 2009. i got to tell you what, if you missed the special on Outdoor Channel and American Hero on RMEF uh, Team Elk, got to make sure you, you hop online and find that episode. Yeah. Great episode. Yeah, you need to see that. But uh, coming up next, we've got a guy by the name of Matt Moret. And, of course, he is the host of ABN TV on Sportsman Channel. Yeah, I got to check him out, Sportsman Channel. I got a brand new special this weekend, Talking Turkey. Matt, how's it going, buddy? Well, it's going good. You know, it's just covered in snow, and uh, this Talking Turkey weekend has got everybody fired up for spring turkey season. All right, so once again, uh, you mentioned as well, uh, Talking Turkey, four-hour special this weekend on Sportsman's Channel. Uh, let's kick this whole thing off with uh, you telling us about that, man. Okay. Yeah, we um we have a um a deal with the Sportsman's Channel. It's called Talking Turkey. It's it runs Saturday from four Eastern to eight Eastern time, and uh, it's all AVNX TV. All right. Cool. This Saturday, four hours. TV, all that stuff. Got plenty of stuff to do. Just ignore responsibility. 
and watch carefully. <laughs> All right, so um, watch Matt do his thing. Let's talk about scouting. Uh, this time of year is very important. People put their, their nose to the grindstone. That was actually Tonto's horse's name. Grindstone? Scout. Scout. <laughs> okay. Anyways, put their nose to the grindstone, get out there, start doing the scouting, and, and do we really need to pay attention to weather patterns? Are they significant enough to actually affect the turkey's movement, or do we just need to get out there and hunt no matter what, Matt? Well, you do, and I tell you, here's here's what I tell everybody: for about fifty days a year, turkeys get to mate and they get to have fun and find dates. And uh, if that was us, every one of those fifty days, we'd be after it. And, and, and in all honesty, weather can play a can play a role in it. And you know, the biggest thing is is that this time of year, scouting areas that you know that turkeys head to when the weather gets bad, like like open fields. And you know, right now in the winter time, these gobblers they're all together. They're starting to show some some real aggressive dominance are starting to strut and it won't be too long until we start hearing them gobble this is the best time to be out in the woods yeah now the thing is do you find that uh that there are some old toms out there that really kind of have maybe a a 40 acre area that they stay in or, or do they migrate a little bit and maybe uh uh go to uh you know you mentioned about being in the open you would think that they would be in the trees to get out of the weather but uh they like to go in the open well, you know, when when it's raining out or windy, they you know they kind of like to get out there where they they're 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 not smart. Turkeys aren't smart. I mean, for years we thought they were smart. What they're good at is getting away from danger. And any time that they can't see or hear as well, they're going to put themselves in a position where nothing can bushwhack them. No coyote, no predator, and for for that reason, no human being. So they're going to get out in those openings where they can see all around them because their hearing's affected, and that way they can get away from danger. And you know, a turkey. Amazingly or not, you know, ever since the day those those little poults, those young turkeys are hatched out of that egg, their mama hen's teaching them to stay away from danger, and they're they're given some senses that are unbelievable. And, you know, lots of people have theories, but definitely can see better than us. Definitely can hear better than us. And they can see every color in the rainbow, and you know, when they use those senses 24/7. You know, when, when they get in the trees for safety at night, but uh, once they hit the ground, they're going to stay away from brush piles and any thickets that they can because especially an old gobbler once in his lifetime, if not twice or ten times, something's tried to eat him. Well, that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened to him. You were talking about their intelligence. Well, the average American male <laughs> cannot avoid danger in bad situations, so I think they might have us upped in, in one category. Uh, and they can run faster. Here in Kansas, especially in early spring, uh, we deal with intense morning fogs, which is it, it makes them hang up a little longer in the roost. Uh, and so you really have to be set up, be in a comfortable position. You might be there a while, but do you find that they're a bit lethargic in, in, in those conditions? They don't get out and about as quickly as possible? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. And again, that's probably they can't see the ground, you know, when it's yeah. foggy and, and, and just that just that instinct to stay away from danger. They're not going to fly down until they know that the coast is clear and they're a lot safe. They, you know, they're, they're most safest places up there in that tree. And that happens quite a bit on foggy mornings and sometimes bad weather mornings when just the, the conditions aren't right. And I'll tell you another thing, you know, the way spring happens, when that gobbler gobbles, no matter if he's in a tree or he's on the ground, he's trying to attract hens. And Mother Nature has it. Those hens, for the most part, go to him. You know, and once our season progresses, and like out there in Kansas, is kind of like where I'm at, my home state, it goes to the last day of May. And when you start getting into the end of May, a lot of the hens have been bred, they're sitting on nests, and those gobblers lose a little bit of that drive for mating. And a lot of times they're going to stay up in the tree a lot longer 
as the season progresses as well because for for 35, 40, 50 days, those hens have been coming to him, and all of a sudden there's no hens. But he still, you know, he still wants a date, but he's just a little bit less reactive to your calling because he knows that you should be coming to him. So later in the season, you know, buckle in, be patient as well, because they might stay up in those trees just a little bit longer, too. Yeah. Now, there are four subspecies in the United States. Of course, we've got the ghoul down there in uh, northern Mexico, southern Arizona. Uh, have you taken the Grand Slam of turkeys yet? I have. I, I started in this business way back when I was a kid, and in 1993, I shot the, my first Grand Slam. I've got to hunt all 93. four subspecies lots of times, and to be honest with you, I mean, no matter where we go, turkey hunting is turkey hunting. It doesn't matter if you're in California or Maine or Florida. They all react the same. You know, the biggest difference in all the different types is the terrain that you hunt, and learning that terrain, like you were talking about scouting, even if you're going somewhere, just familiarizing yourself with the terrain and with technology, it's all it's you can do it from your your office desk with Google Earth or anything like that. That's the cool thing about today. You bet. Hey, Matt, we've got to leave it right there. Uh, Matt is the host. That's Matt Moret. He's the host of Avian X TV on Sportsman Channel. They got a big thing going on about spring turkey hunting. I was just picking wax out of my ear. If you were <laughs> interested, uh, that's why you're not hearing me. <laughs> I know. Talking turkeys happening this weekend. Four hours every single night. What days and what time does that air, buddy? It's on Sportsman Channel from 4 to 8 Eastern. Got some great guests. We got old Blake Shelton down there in Oklahoma, and uh, he brought a, a special guest, Guy Fietti, talking about cooking turkey. Oh, wow. I think I think Guy, Guy Fietti could cook a buzzard, and uh, most of us <laughs> would think it would be pretty good eating. All right, so got to get to a break. Uh, big shout-out to Outdoor Channel. How about Remington and Lucky Buck? Mr. Matt Man, as always, dude, you're super cool, buddy. Thanks for coming on. Thank you all very much, too. We have, I hope you have a great spring. Another Facebook comment presented by Outdoor Channel. Nathan Grams of Meridian, Mississippi comments, If you like venison and grits and all things catfish, everybody, let me hear you say, oh yeah, JimandTrav.com. Thanks, Nathan. We're digging the love. Now, don't forget to have your posts read on the show. It takes one like from you at Facebook.com forward slash Jim and Trav and a single comment. JimandTrav.com. Go there. Listen. Learn. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Okay, lock and load. In the vast region of Montana, a band of peace officers are on patrol. Dispatch, FG-59. Their mission, to protect and preserve the natural resources of Big Sky Country. Game one, hold your fire! From minor citations... Everybody knows you got to have a license to fish. ...to major busts. I have a warrant for your arrest. It's all in a day's work. They're ready to search warrant right now. They're going in tonight. Wardens. All new episodes Thursdays at 7 Eastern on Outdoor Channel. You're on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Hey, it was a great show. If you're talking about turkey hunting, this is a show to listen to. Man, big shout out to Michael Waddell, also David Allen. How about a Wade Board, Mr. Matt Moret, and Mrs. Bunny? Thank you. Hey, we also want to thank our 400 gay. We've got 434 stations now in the Outdoor Trails Network. Boop, boop. Uh, all of our advertisers and everyone that makes the show possible, like Miss Bunny, Fungior, producer Mark Paneri, and Frank the Sound Guy. But thank God, yes, for giving us turkeys. So when you eat those turkeys, make sure you say a prayer and stick around for our show next week. Talking right? about turkey gods. 
This is what? <laughs> All right, so local news weather is coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Got to get to a break. This is the end of the show. We love you very, very much. Make sure you check us out, JimandTrav.com. For all of us here at Outdoor Trails Network, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right, peace out. We're out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.